Oh, hi, Mark. The biggest match in history right here. Come on, guys, let's brainstorm this puppy. Like a box. Let me get this straight. Oh, we're talking now, ain't we? I am gonna sell it out for you. Ball game. You're hearing me now, ain't you? Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Wishful Booking Wrestling Podcast. We are back again on the road to Survivor Series. My name is Jimmy Moorcraft. I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Liam. Liam, how are you? Good. Not bad. How you doing, Jimmy? Good. Um, well, confused, excited, a bunch of them about... <laughs> A bunch of emotions related so many to, emotions. Uh, you know, Survivor Series. Yes, very much so. And um, I think it's best if we dive right into this week's WWE programming. I concur. Shall we go to jail? With, it's a good call. Uh, Monday Night Raw. Let's do this. So Raw had nine matches this week, which was pretty... Uh, I always commend WWE for on either brand, since now it's brand warfare. But So they say... On either brand, I commend them for utilizing a lot of talent, and I feel like they did that to the detriment of the talent, which we'll discuss in the <laughs> Gals and Anderson match, but yeah. also oh my God, to the yeah. continuing storylines and Survivor Series, yep. and the show opened up this week with Kurt Angle in the ring apologizing to the Raw roster yeah. shortly after. As Kurt Angle is addressing Raw, we have the return of Stephanie McMahon, which the Queen has returned. And I actually didn't think about her returning, but it does make sense that she did return. Um, her promo yeah. was amazing. She's amazing. Her, I just love everything about everything that she yeah. does. She's just great. Um, I did have an issue with the fact that she said that Shane came back, like, because it's her she show. It about her, even though she wasn't there yeah, last week like, when they got attacked. The last we saw one. her, she was getting, like, splinters out of her ass. So I'm confused. <laughs> but that's fine. I mean, it makes sense that she would be there. I just don't like the way they wrote that part in. Here's least. what I don't like about it. I like her whole promo, but for how Kurt Angle reacted to it. Because, like, after she yelled at him and said, you know, you're going to be captain of the team, you better win. I wish she would have said, with all due respect, I'm an Olympic gold medalist. I'm one of the fastest rising stars in WWE history. The only currently still active Hall of Famer. I'm going to be Chains guys, but I'm not going to do it because of any sibling rivalry. I'm going to do it because last week he made this personal. Yeah. You know, I don't need this fucking job, in other words. Right. You know, yeah, because Kurt Angle essentially is acting now like his like this his livelihoods on the line, which should not be the case. And well, nor should right. WWE want that to be the perception, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of story going on in both Raw and SmackDown that they're not really dwelling on the past for, like their story between Steph and Kurt. Uh, they're not yeah. talking about that story, but Stephanie did say that if Kurt Angle does not win, he will not be general manager of Raw. Which I've always yeah. complained about the Survivor Series matches not having any stakes. So at least Raw at least has some type of stakes i think smackdown yeah but it should be between raw and smackdown the stakes yeah you know i mean yeah i think consequences or yeah i mean stephanie is waiting for the winner yeah stephanie is a you know although she was acting like a face for a few moments she's a heel and it's not logical Yeah, that was strange too how she's like this is monday night raw we don't start it this way yeah baby well and then how she did that because she yeah she would also do that like sarcastically when the authority is opening up raw for like that year and a half, which felt like a decade. Yeah, so which, I kind which of, is essentially what this ended up feeling like. Yeah, which, I mean, I, I didn't like that whole thing, but I do like Stephanie. But nonetheless, that's the deal. Kurt Angle is captaining the Raw team, and he must win. Um, to save his job. Yeah, I still think that both brands should get something for winning, and the amount of Raw versus SmackDown matches are even, so yeah. that's going to be an issue. 
Yeah, um, especially you mean when there's ultimately definitely a tie between. Yeah, Raw and although Smackdown last year they the didn't really. The they, I don't recall them like keeping score last year per se. Yeah, so, and, and I can't remember who won either. Honestly, so. I think Raw won. It was one of the brands won according to the matches won, but the other brand won. You know, the big Raw yeah. versus SmackDown men's five on five. Right. So I think SmackDown won that match, and you know, on paper Raw had the numbers, but they didn't ultimately really settle yeah. on a winner anyway. Yeah, but nonetheless. Um, you know, it had some flaws with storytelling. I like how the, the roster was on top of the stage. I like how they spread apart when she came in. I like yeah. all that. This um, whole thing, there's some big flaws with the storytelling. Yeah. I mean, there's lack of reason, you know, especially because there's no stakes in the match. There's no reason why SmackDown attacked last week. They tried to explain it this week. I guess I'm jumping the gun, but, they, you know, they tried yeah, to I mean, explain they, it. They, they did explain it the best they could, and I think Shane gave a yeah, better explanation on SmackDown. Yeah, but why wait a week? week? They only waited a week because, you know, after they heard the backlash of everyone based on what they had well, done they last week. Well, they did begin to explain it last week. It's just that now that Stephanie came back, he had more to say about it. So I think Stephanie's return needed to happen for him to say what he said last week. Um, so, yeah, it's okay. it's still iffy. But my whole thing is that this is the one time of the year where there's brand versus brand matches. And just like championships are important, yes, it does lack logic how there are certain wrestlers, although... In the case of Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, they don't want to be a part of the team because of brand loyalty, but because they wanted things for themselves personally. Right, yeah, they have a chip on their shoulder. I've heard the arguments from you, you know, Wade Keller did not like this whole brand thing, and it's iffy, but if you're going to do it, at least do it with story. And you're telling these little stories, have a point. Even if the story lacks some of the logic. It's so much more interesting for the listener. I do feel that this year, more than previous years, there's a pretty heated, I am excited to see which team will come out on top, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. This might have stepped into ah, some stuff on this one today. It's heated, but there's just, there's not enough reason for it for me, for one, as a viewer. Okay. That's my position. Yeah. All right, so yeah, so on Raw, we're still only in the first yeah. 20 minutes of so, Raw, so uh, let's get back So Alicia to Fox, the captain of the women's team, comes out, and she's scheduled to have a match with Bailey. but I guess Alicia Fox now has booking options and brings back Nia Jax to fight for her, yeah. which was weird. Um, a lot of returns Monday. So Nia looked good. I was happy to see her. Yeah. She beat Bailey pretty convincingly and mm-hmm. is now on the team. Which makes me wonder if Bailey isn't on the team or how that's going to work. By presumption, Bailey's now not on the team. So who do you? I mean, you have I guess. So let's Sasha. do it. Let's we have Alicia Banks, Naya. Oh, Alicia Banks. That's Alicia. That's Alicia uh, Fox. Yeah. Ha. Mm-hmm. Oh, you haven't heard it, Alicia Banks? No. Yeah, she's climbing up through the ranks. Sasha will definitely be on it. Sasha at this point. Mickey James, I think, will be on it. And Oscar, that's five. Yeah, yeah. So that makes sense. Poor Bailey, that they chose Alicia Fox. Yeah. Unless they like do Especially Bailey, write her out of it so soon. I wonder if Bailey's going to be yeah. away for a few weeks, or if they set up Bailey and Alicia Fox this week to maybe let Bailey have one last chance, and Bailey just takes Alicia's fox. Oh, Bailey takes fox. <laughs> Bailey takes Alicia's spot. But um, yeah. But nonetheless, I like that Nia's on it. Um, and in the other I news, think, I don't think Bailey's taking Alicia's spot. But, but in the other news of the women's division, Asuka had the match that I think everybody wanted her to have. But she Since had the match. day one ish. Yep. Yes. Uh, she also had the match with someone who literally isn't known. But right. I loved watching Asuka destroy her. It was amazing. Um, and yes, I definitely think yeah, Asuka. I thought Alicia Fox was going to come out then and do the whole, you know, this yeah, is why not? She might as well speaking. have, especially since SmackDown has their entire team established. Yeah, that was weird how they chose to do that. But yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so Asuka looked great. That was good. And then we'll do it like this this week because in, in the main event, we had Alexa Bliss versus Mickey James. Their match was not up to par to the match they had at TLC. Um, Alexa Bliss has used that forearm before. As I've a never, finish? I've never recalled her finishing a match with it. I don't know if they, like, ran out of so time. So weird, yeah. Um, I thought it was, that was like strange. A, at first, I just, it looked I like I thought Mickey was winning me. the match. 
Yeah, I could see why you would think it that. They've done enough uh, title changes, women's title changes on Raw over well, the years to make you think that. Well, no, well, not because of that, because of the heel versus heel dynamic at Survivor Series. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're gung-ho with Miz and Corbin so far, you know. Well, and I also thought Matt Hardy was possibly going to beat Miz in the night, which I'll get yeah, into that's a good in a point. little bit. Yeah, we'll get but, that. Um, so, yeah, so they had an all right match, and Michael Cole did say it will be Alexa Bliss and Natalia, so they kind of spoiled the fact that there's not going to be any more. They had already said that. That just means as of now, you know, because there's still, what, two or three weeks left Yeah, but all. no, the whole point of these matches were to add intrigue by saying, like, WWE.com yeah, preview for both shows. They were shows. saying Alexa Bliss versus Natalia last week is my point. No, they were saying the Raw champion versus SmackDown's champion, and they kept saying if they're the champion come that show. After Alexa won, Michael Cole said, so Alexa will go on to face Natalia. Okay, Which yeah. tells me that... Minute, who told him that? Yeah, that but I don't think that last... makes... You know, it's probably the plan as of now, but I don't think it makes it 100% that Kurt Angle couldn't put her in a match the week before Survivor Series. I mean, the only option is Asuka, and I don't see them giving away that match. No, I don't think so either. So I I think that that's the match, Alexa and Natty. Also, um, is Natty definitely not going to defend? Well, it's not next week, and they have one more week, so... So there's only two weeks of TV between? And there's not an announced match next week. Yeah, for Flair, for Charlotte. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's the women's division in Raw. Anything you like to say about it? Charlotte versus Alexa, I think, is a way more intriguing match. Oh yeah, I definitely agree. Thought you might. That's yeah. all I have to say about it. Um, and that finish Monday night was weird as fuck. Very out there. Yeah, they've been doing some strange stuff like that lately. Like some weird final moves. Anyway, let's just let's continue on with Raw. So outside of the women's division, after Nia Jax returned, Samoa Joe... Oh, right, right, right. ...very quickly returned. And just back I, to back. I don't know... I mean, I will say this. After our party, I was, Nia Joe. I was in the parking lot watching some of Raw on my phone. Mm-hmm. And for like an hour and a half, I literally was like glued to it. Like, you know, uh, Stephanie to Nia to Joe to Brian being in the backstage area to yeah. Matt Hardy and The Miz having a very oh, good match. Brian. Um, yeah. So I have to say the first hour and a half was amazing. It just kind of went downhill. Yeah. And they had like two different stories. At first it was... Kurt Angle, Stephanie, and then it transitioned into Miz and Braun. Well, actually, that's one more thing I wanted to say about the Kurt Angle, Stephanie thing, so I'm glad you said that. Kurt Angle had walked Stephanie to her car at the end of that segment when they came back from break after the opening segment. Yeah. And that's when Stephanie said, I think that's when she said, your job will be on the line. Um, Maybe she had said it in the ring, too, but in any case, she reiterated it. And then as he's, like, closing the door for her in her limo, he says, okay, thank you. And it's just like, you know, very un-Kurt Angle-like. Yeah, yeah. You know, least of all, you don't have to say thank you after she just hands him his ass, threatens his job, forces him to wrestle not on his own terms. Good day, sir! Yeah, I mean... In front of the whole roster, nonetheless. Like, what is this yeah. GM... Um, what's her title? Commissioner. G- what is this GM-Commissioner dynamic anyway? Like, what... Yeah. I don't even get the... You know, she has more power, obviously, but, like... Well, he that's has exactly when it. she's she in the building, he might as well just be any other dickhead. yeah. I don't have that strong opinion on it. I don't think you're wrong. Um, I do think that Kurt Angle felt guilty in the beginning of the show, so that's why his actions were justified. I think that is yeah, guilt. why, though? He was right, because one of the first things he said is he thought this was just a friendly thing, and from everything they've given us content-wise, even since, it should just have been a friendly thing, because the only thing that sparked this, it was right after TLC, Kurt Angle had just come back at the very last minute to really help out the company in so doing. And now, literally the next night, Shane leads this this assault. Well, that's well, actually, not really new, kayfabe there's nuances stuff. Of it. But no, but even on air, the GM, you know, you know his, why would Shane care that Kurt saved Raw? I'm just saying, why should he have been expected to be ready for it? I guess is the only reason I bring that up. 
But my my main point is he was right to think it was just a friendly thing. The only thing that started this Raw vs. SmackDown thing is that it's Survivor Series time. It's that time of year. There's not anything. It's In order to earn what they're doing now, they should have been at least subtly building this over the course of the last couple months. Even with like Finn, AJ, how it wound up being a last-minute thing, I kind of thought at the time, and I wish I had said it, like, if they're going to go with Raw vs. SmackDown again for Survivor Series, this would be a good place to kick it off, to have this match maybe even end in controversy, or to at least have Kurt Angle mention it to Shane when he was. See, yeah. that's one theory I've heard floated, though I haven't heard anybody on air say it. But that match is did that, intersect into the Survivor Series story, technically, because of the fact that, that Shane... Not, they're lend, not talking about it at all. They talked about it last week, how Shane lent AJ as a way to give Raw a false sense of security. And then they did, again. but I, I kind of thought in that case they were talking about that Monday versus Sunday. Because the Sunday was like a company thing. You kind of got the idea that it was out of Shane and Brian's hands. That's another thing that muddies the water. They just started promoting this Raw 25th anniversary thing. They promoted it all over SmackDown while at the same time running down Raw as a B-show. Yeah. Like, it's, it's just there's Raw a lot of mixed messaging on going it. on. I don't know if you heard that or not. No, I know. That's even worse. People from Raw and SmackDown are going to be on it because there's no real hostility between the two brands. There's only this fake tension now because there's an event to promote. You know it! This hasn't always been the same wrestlers on the roster. It's been a 25-year journey of legends. People from SmackDown who used to be on it. So I don't have a problem with that, personally. I don't know it's, if SmackDown should have promoted the fact that tickets are going on sale. They're not dumb from a business perspective. If it's a big event for Raw and you're feuding with Raw... I think it's a big event make, for WWE. Wouldn't it make sense at SmackDown? Yeah, but... I think it's a big event for WWE. All right, well, then I think the lines are too muddied, you know, for them to really effectively tell the story that they're currently yeah, trying to. I guess. We have a lot to get into, though. I we really do really we have a lot transition. to get into. No, I know. I just... One theory I've heard floated about the assault last week is that Shane was only really showing up with the guys to send a message, and what ended up happening wasn't their plan. But that because Kurt, and that's another thing that's out of character for Angle. Last week, Shane showed up and was showing Kurt respect backstage. And Kurt said, you know, we're going to smoke your guys at Survivor Series, essentially. That's out of character. And it also kind of, anyway, the theory is that that happened. And then Shane told the guys that he had brought to Raw. And they said, all right, fuck that. Let's, let's attack him. We the people. Granted, again, I haven't heard anything like that on air, but... Well, Shane did say how Kurt disrespected the SmackDown roster by saying that. Um, oh, he said that on SmackDown this week? He said it last week. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember him he saying that He said Kurt Angle week. belittling our show, and then this week he kind of furthered it with the whole yeah, B-show, I just wish they thing. had a better picture of yeah. how, when he's recapping that, like, is that what happened? Were they not going to do what they did yeah. if not for what Kurt said? And so on. But anyway, I'm sorry. Let's get back to Raw this week. Yeah, uh, so Samoa Joe returned, uh, had a really great promo after getting a babyface reaction and swallowed up Apollo Crews <laughs> and Titus O'Neil. That's a good way to put it. And I, I'm quite certain Samoa Joe will make it onto the team. Yeah, at, at, at this Raw. point, I'm thinking definitely. Um, that was good to watch. Do you like that uh, Samoa Joe just reestablished his healdom? I'm not a good guy. Um, yeah, for now, I don't find it a problem. Um, okay. I don't know where they're going with him after Survivor Series, personally, but as yeah. of right now, I think it's yeah. fine. Okay. And um, I think his return could have been treated a little better. I think that I would have liked if Kurt Angle just like yeah. said Samoa Joe will be on the team and then he didn't come out. And then next week kind of do what they did. So okay. it's the shocking announcement of Samoa Joe being on the team. And then, oh shit, he's here and does that instead of yeah. just kind of coming yeah, out. They it wasn't just, a big had deal. A lot he does to, what he wants. So I kind of got that too. They had a lot to accomplish, you yeah. know, as far as people returning, especially we don't know what Reigns' status is yeah. or Bray Wyatt. Um, but Monday alone, we had Stephanie, Nia, Samoa Joe, and then later on, Braun. Granted, it was only an eight-day later return. And JoJo. Oh, true, true. Yeah. And they're yes. back from uh, infection. Yeah. 
So um, that's a good sign, I guess. Yeah. And we talked about this earlier. The Miz arrived late to Raw, and Kurt Angle subsequently put him in a title match. Yeah, that was um, yeah really great match with Matt Hardy. I did think Matt Hardy was going to win because yeah. I didn't see that being a good name. Think after that moon salt he had the match yeah. won. Yeah. Um. No, I thought after the twist of fate he did. Yeah. Before he rolled of right course. away, I didn't of kind of. Yeah, that's a kind of a trend that's happening. What? Uh, among others, you know, how The Miz rolled out of the ring. He was out of the ring seemingly for not that long, and then he was able to come in and hit his yeah. finisher on, on Hardy. You know, Hardy was arguably should have been fresher than him at that point. Yeah, his finish is pretty protected, too. I don't remember people kicking out of it a lot. The last time I do was Dolph Ziggler in their feud. Um, With The Miz? Yeah. Well, Angle kicked out of it at TLC. Well, yeah, I guess. Yeah, but like non... I kind of expected him to. But, yeah, he's, um, he's Kurt Angle, gotcha. Yeah. So that was a good match, and then, you know, little things happen on Raw. Uh, Elias Sampson and Jason Jordan, that's Ugh. still happening, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, oh, by the way, real quick, would it behoove Kurt to put Jason Jordan on his team? Well, not to put him, to give him an opportunity, because I would think Jordan versus Elias would be a, you know, especially now that Kurt is officially captain. Well, I don't think that either of them are going to make it. If I were to predict, I would do uh, Kurt, Braun, Samoa Joe, Finn Balor, and probably Roman Reigns. That's... You would wish for book. I kind of am pretty confident that's what they're going to Kurt, do, too, to Braun, be honest. Braun, Joe, Balor, and Reigns. Yeah. That's a good team. Thinking about the team that they're up against, though, because... Yeah, I mean, AJ Styles, Shinsuke Nakamura, Bobby Roode is new to us, but still Oh, dude, I'm, guy. I'm strictly... And Randy Orton. I'm strictly questioning the money. Yeah. You, Not you, any of the other yeah. four. I mean, it is what it is. We... we you, you, well, yeah, you know, we'll, and we'll, is, we'll get back to SmackDown yeah. anyway. The other big angle of the show involved Kane, the ridiculous push of Kane. Uh, first, we had Finn Balor versus Cesaro in a really great match, which Finn Balor won. And of course, Kane came out afterwards and tombstoned Finn on the stage, and that was... Look who yeah. showed up! Yeah, whatever. Total shit, to put it lightly. No, no, not this, not this, come on! His head was nowhere near and, the And uh, that transitioned surface. into Seth Rollins and Kane, which was also announced. I like how Michael Cole played off the history between them from yeah. that Hell in a Cell match that no one probably remembers. Yeah, Not Hell well, in a Cell mean, itself, I like don't, at the pay-per-view. See, I don't... Because that's that's what I was already thinking about, was that dynamic between Kane and Rollins. And yeah. that was back three years ago, yeah. when we were all on the same page that Kane was way past his prime. Way past his... Okay, sorry. 2015. Yeah. So, two and a half years ago, uh, at a point when we all were on the same page that Kane was inarguably past his prime, and there was no question that, compared to Rollins, he was a lesser competitor. And I just, you know, I think it's it's too late to try to yeah to try well, to do that. this this monster thing with Kane. I mean, I know they want a threat for Strowman. And that's another thing is it seemed to me on Raw that they seem to be reshuffling uh, the state of Raw headed into Survivor Series because we were talking last week about a possible match between Kane and Strowman at Survivor Series. Yeah. Now you know Strowman's back. He's just going after the Miz and playing mind games with the Miz throughout Raw. Kane. Spoke to Miz a little bit about Strowman, but he basically wasn't, he left it that he wasn't like targeting Strowman specifically, despite his promo last week about being the only monster on Raw. Yeah. Um, so that's what makes me think they switch gears. And honestly, now as a Finn Balor fan, I was already thinking last week about the demon, demon thing with Finn and Kane, but now I'm thinking Finn now has reason to want to get back at Kane, and it doesn't make sense that he wouldn't, you know, enact the demon to do so. So I'm thinking at some point, either next week or more likely in a few weeks since they're in Europe next week. Kane wants to be on the team, confronts Kurt Angle about it. Angle says, after what happened at TLC, I'm not going to put you on a team with Braun again, you know, let the same thing happen. And he says, but I'll give you a chance. Raw could use a demon, so 
it'll be you or the demon Finn Balor. On you Raw. guys will, yeah, they'll wrestle in a main event on Raw. I guess maybe the go home show for Survivor Series and establish Finn as the fifth guy. Maybe even the demon. That's what I was saying. So um, would you have Finn Balor wrestle on the paint on yeah, Raw and on the team? I would try well, to have Kane definitely. I would yeah. try to have Kurt establish that it was the demon persona against Kane, and if he won, it was the demon persona at Survivor Series. You see, I wouldn't put him on the team as the demon, only because a I think it works better against Kane because of the the similar character arts, but also because they played up when with the AJ Styles match how he hasn't been pinned as the demon, and unless they do some sort of a count out DQ elimination, I don't think he'd be the sole survivor, and he'd be susceptible to losing as the demon. Yeah, I don't think he has to lose though. Oh, so you'd have him be regular Finn Balor at Survivor Series? Yeah. Original recipe, Finn. Because, I don't know, man. Regular well, Finn Well, what do you mean Balor you wouldn't can... have him lose? If he's not the sole survivor, he's not winning. He has to get eliminated. Well, there doesn't have to be only one survivor. There can be multiple survivors. Yeah, I don't know if... Unless they have something in store for him, I don't know if making him... You can't bring Reigns back after all this and have him be the sole survivor. You just can't. Well, you can. and they. I, no, that's what I kind of see happening. Dude. Or Kurt Angle being the sole survivor, I could see happening. Yeah, or One Finn and two. Kurt, or Finn and Reigns and Kurt, because honestly, I think that... We know that they don't view Finn great right now after what they're doing, so I don't know why you have faith that they'll make him the sole survivor of this match after taking know, man. The show's called Wishful Booking, so... Yeah, Talking but... about what I want to happen, less than I am predicting what's going to happen. But, um... Because we, we both have a theory, I think it's a pretty strong theory, that Kevin Owens and Sammy now are going to... I mean, I think it's safe to say now that Kevin Owens is also not on the Survivor Series team... They're going to affect the outcome and lead yeah. Raw to victory mm-hmm. effectively. So, you know, I don't think it would be a problem if there's a few guys left on Raw's team, with that being said. Yeah. Um, yeah, let me... Because at the end uh, of the day, it wouldn't be a straight yeah. five on five. True. Um, okay, I don't know where to go next because you gave away the ending of SmackDown and the ending of Raw. So I'm confused where to go now. <laughs> well, we don't... Uh, because, I mean, I mean, Braun Strowman was like the entire end segment. Um I mean, do you want to talk about the trick of street fight? I mean, we I mean, skipped we a lot. Everybody so. that's everybody that's listening has seen Raw, so we if we yeah. You but know. every week we go in order. It's not you know. I'm just saying I don't know where to go next. So where yeah, would you like um, me to? You know, we talked about the Intercontinental Championship. Uh, we didn't even talk about the match between Seth and Kane. So in that match, yeah, okay, um, that's where we were. I think that last week you could make the same argument. Oh, last week I did, to be clear. But um, they insist on having Kane pin these you know, former champions, yeah. newer stars. You kind of had an idea that when, that was coming this week after last week. Yeah, but with Cesaro and Sheamus staying outside and Dean Ambrose there, I thought they could have just, more so than last week, created a DQ finish, like, logically. Yeah, but they last did, week they did been justify the loss more than they did last week against Balor. See, I disagree, because after Chokeslam, someone half the size of Kane, I think, would go down, whereas Kane was oh, distracted for a bit and yeah, could have okay. definitely gotten rolled up. I'm just saying it was all kind of the distraction of stuff that was happening outside on Rollins' part. Yeah, I guess. I, I, I just don't know why you couldn't have an all-out brawl, and then you if you want to have Kane wreck everyone, that's fine. you want to have Kane win. You want to, you're trying to establish him as a monster, even though you could be well, trying to establish him, him as a monster because you don't realize that nobody is going to see him that way regardless what you do. Yeah, I guess. I just think that he both won the match and stood till after it. It was just kind of counterproductive. And then the Miz is backstage. There's a garbage bag in his room, which is the argument similar to the Fashion Files, like, so who actually put that there? Because I doubt Braun Strowman did. If he just came out of the different color well, that's garbage the, can, that's the, by the that, way. Well, that's the conversation that we were texting about. Was Braun Strowman... These are the two options with the whole Braun Strowman thing, now that the cat's out of the box. Either Braun Strowman was in the back of a garbage truck for eight days, which we pretty much know he wasn't, because like you said, it was a different garbage truck. Yeah. 
Or I like the idea better that it was Braun that either put the garbage bag in there or hired somebody to do so, and Braun that rented a separate garbage truck purposely. He didn't, he wasn't even in the second garbage truck. He just kind of crawled in front of Mrs. Uh, limo. Luckily, it was a limo SUV, and you know stood up from there when it was his cue after the garbage had been dumped. How did you how did you feel about that? By the way, everything the camera in the limo. I mean, the fact that we knew it was coming throughout the entire main event. We knew there was some probable cringeworthy Ms. Stroman yeah, thing coming, um, and the way that they did it with the with the uh, you know the garbage truck emptying the garbage, and then Stroman acting like he had been emptied by the garbage truck. I think it's weird that they chose to pick up that story halfway through the show, as opposed to the other shows that have had the long narrative structure throughout from start to finish. Yeah, so that was weird. Mm-hmm, definitely. Um, then again, Stephanie did leave, so there wasn't much you could do with Kurt Angle. And yeah, that. that was the thing. That but was, was kind of why they did that. They tied that yeah, off at the beginning. But I just think it's weird that you had Kane not only interfere with Finn. And, I mean, in one night, Kane allegedly chokeslammed Daniel Bryan, who has a concussion mm-hmm. issues and should not be allowed to be touched. Is not allowed to be touched, as we all know. Well... I mean, um, then we have Finn Balor getting Tombstone on the stage. We have Seth Rollins being pinned and Tombstone and Dean Ambrose being Tombstoned all in the same night. Yeah. Whereas he was the one targeting Braun Strowman. And then at the end of the show, it's the Miz who's being the target of Braun Strowman when it was really Kane who initiated all of this. And they don't do anything with Kane. So that was my biggest argument. The way yeah, they well, shot it, makes the production, think... it's nothing new for me. They've done this with The Undertaker. They've done this in a lot of different That's types true. Of things. But, but do you not think that at a certain point, maybe we should just draw the line and not do it anymore? Because I it's, mean, yeah, it's, but you know, it's, so, it's better it's than Braun driving a, the car. Just like the Trick or Street fight, it's such from a bygone era. You know, that it's not even, it's not even funny... Yeah. Like, for nostalgic reasons anymore, because, like, a good portion of the audience just, you're just doing something terrible. They don't even really have any, like, the bobbing for apples. Nobody's bobbed for apples yeah. in the 21st century since it started, since Y2K. Yeah, I I mean, they've done this Halloween-type thing every year. It is cringeworthy. And, That's what uh, I'm saying. The it's like you got to cut it off at some point. The, I, I mean, I, I don't think Preferably they will. Preferably 10 to 15 years ago. Yeah, I don't think they will. And the way that Strowman rose up was it was cool it was it was not i don't know if they chose to do this in your halloween on purpose or if it just happened to be so it was hokey it was corny but very uh it was definitely a good face turn by braun because he literally i feel like was listening to the crowd when he was uh power slamming them all and um you know now he's on the team so it'll be interesting to see how that goes and Mm -hmm. i mean it is what it is i don't have that big of i mean i have a problem with the the logistical issues of the different garbage truck it was that was weird but i mean I, i i didn't really look into it that much per se as well um, yeah i just think that kane should have been involved in it that was yeah. my biggest issue yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah just real quick getting back to it the thing with kurt angle and daniel bryan the dynamic is weird i kind of saw what they were going for before we even saw that bryan was there kurt calls security and then he kind of started talking to bryan and nobody showed up i mean unless you want to look at kane showing up at his office 10 minutes later to do yeah. what he did as a response like nobody showed up he never said you know what never mind there's no threat Mm-hmm. He said, and that was another, I thought it was a missed opportunity to go uh, code blue. I wish you would have said code blue, you know? Um, God. Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think in this situation, why not? Just because you had SmackDown attack first and the, it's a twist yeah. on code red. And in any case, they didn't They didn't do any of that. Um, they had, you know, Kurt leave Daniel Bryan in his office. The lights go out while he's on the phone, which already just the way he's like, oh, something's, something's happening. Uh I gotta call you back. Like it's it's just like what? Given the whole situation, like there's obviously a threat 
You yeah. need to get the fuck out of there right now mm-hmm. if you have any sense. Well, um, he did say the door was locked. That's yeah, which should give you more cause. For, he should be like, call nine one one, or I'm gonna call nine one one. Let me go. Um, but then just doing the whole thing in the dark with Kane. That's what the, the the only reason I really went back to it. The only reason it works is that we know that they didn't do anything. You know what I mean? In the dark, they just didn't do anything other than make a loud noise. Yeah. So, with that being said, why wouldn't you just like they've they've done the thing where you, you know, you have Kurt Angle leave Daniel Bryan. Uh, they go to commercial, they come back, and Daniel Bryan's being found, having been knocked out. Just do that. Something yeah. you've done before. Don't do this new thing that sets a new precedent. Like, where do you... You know what I mean? Now, anybody can get a fucking attacked in the dark on camera, and we're supposed to, like, yeah. buy that shit? I just... I hate that that's even a possibility for the future, which makes me hate that they did it. That's yeah. all. That's all I have to say about that. Yeah, it was weird. I super weird yeah it was definitely unnecessary um but i do like how dana bryan is like not agreeing with shane's tactics and that's why he's there and that makes a lot and of sh- sense really shane has got the one that got shane and all them got bryan attacked on yeah Raw. which um which leads into smackdown because dana bryan wasn't there for smackdown mm-hmm. uh shane opened up the show again giving another bit of an explanation as to why yeah um he did what he did and clearly including show, stephanie you know talking about stephanie and uh like you yep. said, the A show, B show, and um, announcing himself as the captain of Survivor Series. I know you, you know, didn't like that. Yeah, no, uh, to say the least. Um, Even though you saw it coming, because I'm the one Kurt who said Angle, that I thought Randy Orton would be the captain, and you said they could still change that, so it wasn't a surprise to you. Nor was it to me that it could happen. No, yeah, it, I, after Monday night, it basically had to happen. I'm just, I'm just, it upsets me that Kurt Angle had to be forced to to do it, especially after the attack last week. Whereas Shane got to valiantly volunteer because he's a McMahon. That's why he got to do it. But it just, especially after he led the attack last week, it just, it doesn't, I don't know, it doesn't really jive with me, you know. I mean, I guess I guess I, that kind of makes the point, the Kurt Angle-Shane thing. Kurt well, Angle yeah, that's how I took the it, team. that Shane did because Kurt is on it. That's how and I took like, it. And also, like, that was your, it seems, you know, that seems to be SmackDown's immediate answer to Kurt Angle being made captain and Braun being added to the team, which happened after Raw. Uh, or the you know Tuesday morning, um, which it's like okay, so non wrestler Shane McMahon is your answer to Olympic legend Kurt Angle and fucking Braun. Well, Strowman, he also the already had Randy man. Orton and two other people to be named that night. Yeah, so it's not yeah. like it was him again. No, that's true. And not only that, but there were still going to be four other people in general. So. That's true. But you're not wrong at all. But thank you. I, I just think that I wouldn't have had. A, I just would have liked it better if they played up Shane and Kurt's animosity from the beginning, from King of the Ring. Yeah, no, I that would have been with that. that would have been a little better and more easy to digest. But um, They often shy away from history. So not only is it Randy Orton and Shane McMahon, but the opening contest of SmackDown, although Greg Hamilton did not know this because he said that it was scheduled for one fall. Who it was actually uh, the SmackDown announcer said that the following contest is scheduled for one fall when it's oh, a two or three falls match. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. What a dickhead. So that was fun. Uh, that Put was a good match. together, Greg Hamilton. Yeah, that was a good match. It was definitely the best match that they've had. Um, there was And there were stakes to it, which I think added to the drama. Um, uh, Ziggler got the first fall with a super kick. Bobby Roode got the second fall with a slingshot roll-up. And then Roode, Roode got, got the, the third fall with a glorious DDT. After the... Him, uh, Roll up attempts, the, yeah, the chain to roll play up on attempts. the story, and that was that was good. It was a yeah. good match. Yeah, that was Bobby good. Roode's on the team, which I think is it was good a little short for him. For two out of three falls, for my taste, it was about fourteen minutes. But I guess could have used you know, eighteen. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a two hour show. Yeah, that's true. Two fine, hour B fine. show, you know. Okay. Um. Um. Yeah. So Bobby Roode's on the team. Yeah, 
And then uh, we have this odd Sin Cara Baron Corbin storyline continuing, which yes. is very strange. Um, was that a no contest or did Cara, was, uh, Sin Cara get I himself think DQ'd? Sin Cara got disqualified. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Although, yeah, yeah. Um, I think they're leading probably to a title match to give Baron Corbin a title defense and to keep the title on him because there's no way they do the Miz and Sin Cara and think that's a, an attraction. Yeah. So that is what it is. I'm, the thought you know, did cross my mind. I'm glad that they're utilizing talent like Sin Cara who's there and not doing anything. That's fine for me. Um, yeah. I think that I would I would have liked if Ty Dillinger was in this position only because they kind of started a feud before this all happened with the AJ thing. And yeah. Oh, Ty definitely. Has Ty a, instead of uh, Sin yeah, Cara, definitely. And Ty has like... I th- I would say a claim. I don't know if Baron Corbin has beaten him since Ty beat Baron, but I think Ty would have a claim to not a title shot, but at least well, a singles beat, match. He beat Ty to win the U.S. title in the triple threat. I, I remember that. Yeah, but then I feel like you could have made the argument that Ty also pinned him the week before that. True. So I feel like Ty would have been better down, in that yeah. position. Um, That's true. The New Day were there. The New Day were funny in their uh Their costumes antics. were great. I knew yeah. everybody except for Big E. Biggie was uh, Hakeem, Hakeem the African Dream. It was. Uh, was that a wrestler? Yeah, it was a it was a white guy that they repackaged and they gave him like, oh fuck, who they give him? They gave him a black manager, I think, or uh, someone that had managed a black manager. Damn it, tugboat, I want to say, or earthquake, maybe. So it was a white guy, and Biggie played him. Probably. Yeah, well, well, because, and this is true. Especially in hindsight, it was wrong of WWE to give a big fat white guy the name Hakeem the African Dream. That was yeah. his name. It's a white guy who had formerly played, I think, Earthquake, if you can picture, or Tugboat, maybe. Yeah, it's just weird, because Jimmy Hart and Brother Love were managers, and this guy was an actual wrestler, no? Yeah. So that's what I found weird about it. I thought maybe they'd all be managers, but, I mean, it was... They that's were, a good point. They, they did... I mean, Xavier was the best. His voice is pretty on point, and that was funny. Um, I like <laughs> the way they're interjected with Rusev and Aiden English. I was really happy Rusev beat Big E. Rusev definitely has a lot of damage control that needs to be done, and it was a distraction finish, but I was I didn't think Rusev would win. Um, you know what, came the African Dream? It was an answer to Dusty Rhodes, the American Dream, when Dusty Rhodes, I think, left for NWA or WCW. Oh, okay. I believe. Um, like it was a parody of it. Gotcha. Uh, so I'm glad... he danced like Dusty. Sorry, go ahead. I'm glad that Rusev was able to get a win. We found out this week that since SmackDown, that Jinder will defend the WWE Championship before Survivor Series next week on SmackDown. Presumably in the main event of next week's SmackDown to fight AJ Styles. There's no mm-hmm. way he's going to win, obviously. Definitely not. Um, yeah, I guess he's not going to beat Jinder before no. Survivor yeah, I don't Series. Yeah, that's happening. Sorry. Okay. Uh, and even if they booking. did, would you really want AJ? And, I mean, you can make the argument that we know that matches don't need stories. Would I want AJ? But would I want AJ versus Brock over Jinder versus but, Brock? That's not a question. No, I'm saying within like a, it'd be getting a few beat, days getting notice. Beat. I oh, mean, okay, yeah, that's and true. also, you know, yeah, but you oh, know. it was one man gang that was Hakeem. Okay, uh, I'm <laughs> glad, shut glad, the glad fuck we, up about it. Glad we figure that out. Um, speaking about AJ Styles, he um, defeated one of the Singh brothers. I I don't know. Uh, oh God, yeah, I don't know. Which one? I want to say it was Sunil oh. this week, but yeah, it might I don't have been Samir, but in any who case. knows? It doesn't matter. Beat him with the Styles Clash, a beautiful Styles no Clash. One. Ginger Mahal then beat up yeah. AJ with two Colossus. AJ literally makes everything look better. It's I think he gave him three Colossus. Bizarre, because he like went to leave twice. I think it was two. Yeah, I was yeah. kind of distracted. He was going to do it, and then he like threw him down, and then he did it again because he started getting up. Uh, yeah, 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 okay. Uh, 
So, yeah, so, you know, they're making gender look fairly strong, I suppose. It is what it is. You know, AJ, I think, will get the final spot, so we'll be left with... On Team SmackDown. Well, so that was the AJ, Jinder Mahal stuff, keeping along the fact that a Clash of Champions is most likely going to be a championship match between them both, Yeah, which I could imagine probably won't have a finish until the Royal Rumble. If that's that's still a SmackDown event, I've heard rumors that that might be changing to a Raw event. Why? Clash of Champions. Why would it change to a Raw event? I don't know. I just, I, I heard somebody heard that it was a Raw event real recently. Yeah, I don't think there's much merit to that. Only because they've swapped almost every pay-per-view between the brands this year. And oh, yeah, TLC was the last They have swapped every pay-per-view. And the last and and at that point the last, last brand year. the last brand pay-per-view would have been TLC, which is Raw, so I don't see that having much merit. Which I know you read, I'm not saying yeah. you said it. No, yeah, that was my don't. initial thought was that the last yeah. one was Raw. Um, I heard that. I think that they'll probably yeah, get probably road, they'll probably get it. Roadblock again. Yeah, you think it'll get ended in December? Between now well, and then? at this point, uh, well, I at this point, I don't think they're getting anything because that's crazy. There's just, no so way the Survivor tickets, Series and then TLC for all that's the, that's not. There's gonna happen. no way the tickets wouldn't. Well, there'd be they have Elimination Chamber as well before WrestleMania. But that's yeah, but February. that's after Rumble. So the only thing I could think is that they do a live event and televise it like they've done before, where the tickets are already out. Because when they did Elimination Chamber and when they did Roadblock, those. Events were already on sale. They just yeah, they just added, made them, they sold them they out made after they, network yeah. special. Yeah, yeah, so I could probably see that happening if anything. Um, okay. So, but yeah, so I think AJ and Mahal will be at Clash of Champions, and it will have a finish at the Royal Rumble, probably. Okay. Um, okay. And, you and think then AJ will win, and then Shinsuke wins the Rumble. That's my hope. But I I, I wouldn't looking. be surprised if Mahal kept it to WrestleMania at this point. I mean, seven months, I would have never thought that. Then who who challenges on John SmackDown? John Cena. Ugh. Yeah, I think that's possible. Yeah, that's a good call. I think that's possible. You could still do AJ and Shinsuke, too. By the way, on that note, Cena actually got added as the special guest referee to Jinder versus Brock. Is that why you think that happened? To aid to the legacy of the WWE Championship, they'll have a referee right. who's like a major champ. Yeah. Um, and I don't know why John Cena... Like what? Why? There'd have to be a reason that a referee was needed in the match. That's almost always when special guest referees are named. There's, you know, when you Triple think, H you don't was think just to make it that much bigger of a match is justification enough of doing unless it. they want to say because of the WWE title being so important, let's have John Cena ref it. Maybe, but I don't know. Okay. I, uh, um, uh, Stranger Things happened. That was awesome. I'm a huge Stranger Things fan. Do you watch or no? Uh no no oh, I want to so start watching it so good but I haven't uh they it was amazing uh the eleven joke didn't go over your head because you no, got it I've, but I've there's a character the yeah. yeah no of course and I've um, heard of the you know the iconic yeah. stuff from the show yeah she has like telekinesis yeah. and I've seen her what she she's looks called like. eleven because that's like her number from being in a laboratory okay. and uh, so that's why it's funny that Ty Dillinger was a ten I thought that was really brilliant oh that was on good the, yeah, uh, yeah yeah writers that was, part. that was that was uh, really really fun assuming that was a writer because I could see Tyler Breeze and Fandango like writing this stuff yeah. and thinking about that oh yeah they definitely so that was cool are involved with a lot um, of that. The lights around the board with all the tag teams also was a thing in the show. Like, the lights spelled something. The Christmas lights? Yeah. Like, there was, like, the alphabet and, like, the lights that lit up, like, made... It was almost like a a Ouija board. Okay. But with Christmas lights. I got that impression. Um, That that was from the show. Yeah, and then, of course, the Bludgeon Brothers were the ones who were zoned in on. Yeah. um, And I mentioned to you all fair the idea that... uh, Victor Connor, whoever was yeah, when the lights went off, when the lights went off, Uh, and there was something going on, Connor, yeah, would be interesting if they kind of indicated that he was responsible for it as a parody to what happened with Daniel Bryan and Kane on Monday, yeah. 
But I think, you know, they didn't, and it's too late to now. So. Yeah, but... Um, it's a bit of wishful booking. Really good stuff all along. I love them all. Uh, I, I am a little yeah, sad that the Bludgeon Brothers will most likely, like, squash Brazongo, but... Well, I'm thinking they'll get a win over Ascension first, probably. Yeah, I suppose. That's, that's an option. Yeah. I love how they have the clones up as, like, a picture, yet they haven't been on TV since having a return... Which I don't know what they would do, but they, it's just they odd. In, they were in that picture. But it's odd that you don't. They didn't have Gable and Benjamin, who's the number one contenders. But yeah, you would have, I don't know. That's yeah, stupid, stupid things I think of, but um, no, no. But it's it's logic. Yeah, it's lacking logic. And um, the women didn't have a big presence this week on SmackDown. I have to say, Monday Night Raw had three different women's matches. SmackDown yeah. didn't have one. Right? They only Smack, had the. Did they not have any? They had I know the they segment. had a dark match uh, three on three. Yeah, no, I guess they just oh, had so the segment. Oh, that's where they had the women in the dark yeah, match. Yeah, okay. but still not on TV. It's yeah. weird. Becky Lynch, you know, tried to fire up her team, and Natalia was there, and it was fine for what it was. Natalia and Charlotte continued their feud with some verbal lashing, mainly from Natalia to Charlotte, because Charlotte didn't say anything back. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, the, that's it. The women didn't do anything, really. Yeah. The short segment. Yeah. And then, I don't know, do you have anything to say about that? Um, no, I mean, they didn't, you know, yeah, what do you, what do you I mean, say? I think that you could be, uh, if Tamina's on the team, they've kind of abandoned the Tamina Lana storyline, so it would have been nice to maybe give her a squash match or do something, but you know, yeah, it is, they're trying to have team camaraderie, it seems, yeah, that's Lana word, was in there, right? She's a part of it. Are you, no, no, she's not, I know she's not on the oh, team, but she wasn't in that joke. segment, no, she was, yeah, that's why she's there, it's because she's with Tamina. No, I know, but I'm saying that, like, if they didn't want to, like, if to have a short women's match, like, Tamina and Lana were having, like, their own segments weekly, like, backstage or yeah. Tamina having matches. So I feel like you could have done that this week since Tamina's on the team and, I don't know. And not done what they did with the, all the women? Or did done that, too? Maybe done it, too. Like, have okay. one women's match and kind of build yeah. up Tamina a bit instead of just, like, abandoning that whole thing. I don't know. I think it was weird how they started that and stopped it. But that seems to be their MO with storylines, especially in the women's division. Hello, Emelina. And, uh, good, and goodbye, Emma. Yeah. Uh, and while we're at it, we now, um, yeah, yes, actually. Should we I'm, talk about that? I'm so sorry I made a joke about that. Well, Darren Young and Summer Rae I don't care about. I haven't seen them in a while. Darren Young and Summer Rae and Emma are in a totally yeah. different league. Um, there was an article that Bleach Report, it was an opening about the real reason why Emma was um, fired. I, I, I didn't to get to open sudden, it. I sudden based on the fact that she was at TLC and on yeah. Monday Night Raw. Yeah, it was And weird. she didn't really get completely annihilated on either yeah. show. Yeah, I didn't click the article. It wasn't loading. I had to Which go into a different she website. Would if she was, if they knew that that was yeah. on the horizon. So I guess maybe news will come out about that. Um, but in the main event, we had Kevin Owens versus Shinsuke Nakamura for the fourth spot on Team SmackDown. Uh, they had a good match, better than the first match they had a few months ago when Shinsuke was still new to the main roster. Yeah. Um, definitely some exciting near falls. I liked the interjection of Sammy. And I think it made sense for Randy Orton to come out after the storyline that they had. I think that after... I kind of wish... Sorry, go ahead. I think that after Survivor Series, Randy and... Either Randy and Shinsuke, I don't think they'll do a tag team match at the pay-per-view, but I think maybe there'll be two singles matches. Like, don't forget about Shinsuke and Sammy being amazing from NXT. Yeah. So that'd be interesting. Uh, And then Kevin and Randy at Clash of Champions, maybe. Yeah. To uh, have them have a story Especially after... after if Sammy and Kevin... Yeah, because now Smackdown. we know, yeah, because now we know that uh, Shinsuke beat Kevin Owens after Sami Zayn tried to interfere. Yeah, and um, Shinsuke See, is on Team SmackDown. I like that too. How Randy showed up, like you were saying, you liked it. Like I like that too. I kind of wish that Rude showed up too. You know, just because why not? Yeah, I mean, I but the not... whole low blow thing was Randy and Sami. 
So I, 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 I don't think he would have fit there personally. Yeah, okay. I just, you know, he's on the team too at that point. No, yeah, but I think it was less about being on the team and more about the fact that Randy had some beef with them over the last few weeks. Okay. Oh, okay. That's yeah. just the way I took yeah. it. Yeah. Because I kind of was like, I saw it as Randy protecting his interest for the team at Survivor Series. You know what I mean? Yeah. He, does, he wants the better man to win, to be on his team um, and not Kevin Owens because he got help from Sami Zayn. Yeah. I just remember like that, you know, when they were, uh, Kevin and Sami were berating Shinsuke and Randy on the entrance ramp and the fact that, you know, Randy low blowed Sami, Sami low blowed Randy. I don't know. That's just. Yeah. It seems to be a story no, yeah, that's going right. to continue to clash with champions, right. I think. You're right. And um, so, yeah, that was uh, SmackDown. So we have Bobby Roode, Shinsuke Nakamura, Shane McMahon, and Randy Orton, and most likely AJ Styles. Yep. Against uh, Kurt Angle, Braun Strowman, and, well... Definitely so far. Most likely Samoa Joe, Finn Balor, and my guess would be Roman Reigns. Okay. Yeah, but... It depends. So on Bray Wyatt's off is. the card until after Survivor. Yeah, Series, I think I think he. I I would I would keep him off of TV for as long as they possibly can. Maybe maybe bring him back near WrestleMania season to get him a pop and give him something new. He needs he well, needs you could, something. You could fire him tomorrow. That would keep him off TV for a while. Well, I mean, I like him enough to let him keep him employed, <laughs> but I do think his character can use. Even if you run a bunch of vignettes for a, a bunch of weeks about how he's, I don't know. The Sister Abigail character is still in him. Oh, yeah, okay. I don't know what they could do, but something. Yeah, Um, should he come back as Sister Abigail? And also, Braun is a baby face, so they could explore a Braun versus Bray match. Yeah. Even though the outcome wouldn't be that much. That wouldn't be that. I mean, I could see Braun beating Bray easily, but the mind games of Bray having control over Braun could be interesting. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, You have anything else to say? I guess that'll do it. Until next week. Survivor Series, we'll, we're still picking our teams. We don't know which team we're on yet. We'll keep you updated. Oh, we were supposed to have our shirts on this week. We, yeah, well, yeah. But instead, we don't recorded completely have naked. It on. Yeah. <laughs> Although you're more re- resembling SmackDown right now. I'm Ironically. really neither. Yeah. But, um, totally neutral. I had nothing to do with that. I'm totally neutral. We both have red cups, though. In that event, this is the Wishful Booking Wrestling Podcast. I'm Jimmy Moorcraft. You can find me on Twitter at Dr. Moorcraft. I am Lee McNulty. You can find me on Twitter at Real Huge Actor. And you can like our Facebook page at Wishful Booking Pod. You can email in Wishful Booking of your own, wishfulbooking at gmail.com. Yep. And is is there another thing or is that all the things? Those are all the things that are okay. active, but stay cool. tuned for more. That's, yeah. Stay much, tuned for more. That's right. And as always, you will hear us next week. So long, folks. Later, guys. Ball game. You're hearing me now, ain't you?